Now prepare your hearts and minds for this message from Pastor Hall. It has been said, the world is a kind of spiritual kindergarten where bewildered infants are trying to spell God with the wrong blocks. David said in Psalm 14 and 1, also in Psalm 53 and 1, The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. Jesus said in John chapter 1, verse 18, which is our text, No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. Jesus spoke of himself as an exception and the only one to have seen God. This is interesting because believers in those days believed that seeing God was impossible. Their belief was biblically based. God told Moses in Exodus chapter 33 verse 20, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. With the exception of Jesus, people cannot see God while living in this world. Note, I said, while living in this world. All believers will see God in heaven, but that's another sermon. While in this world, people cannot see God. John chapter 1 verse 18 is our sermonic text. Based on John chapter 1 verse 18, Today's message is entitled, Experiencing the Unseen. For the sake of clarity, the unseen is referring to God. I am not talking about this allegedly unseen virus. I am talking about God who is real but unseen. A lot of people have heard about the unseen, but they have not experienced him. A lot of people have studied the unseen, but they have not experienced Him. Although we cannot see Him, we can experience Him. In plain English, people can experience the unseen. This is the key idea for today's message. People can experience the unseen. How can people experience the unseen? First, people can experience the unseen by believing. We have to believe that God is. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 reads, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. This passage teaches us that we must have faith, a strong belief, in order to experience God. This passage also teaches us that we must believe that God is in order to experience God. A belief that God is means believing that God exists. A belief that God is means believing that God is real. We must believe that God is before we can believe what God can do. We have to believe that God is through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way to God. John chapter 14 verse 6 reads, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus is the way to being with God for eternity. John chapter 3 verse 16 reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. When we believe that God is, through Jesus Christ, repentance is automatic. This means that people desire to repent when they experience God by believing through Jesus Christ. Jesus said in Mark chapter 1 verse 15, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Believing that God is through Jesus Christ and repentance are inextricable. Secondly, People can experience the unseen by praying. True prayer occurs when people communicate and connect with God. Often people attempt to communicate with God without connecting with God. Our phones, for instance, will not allow us to communicate with others if we do not have a real connection. Likewise, we cannot communicate with God if we do not have a real connection. Our connection with God is established when we take the first step that we just discussed, which is believing. In essence, having a connection with God is one of the benefits of believing in God. Believers pray to God as children communicate with their Father. Jesus taught us in the model prayer to address God in prayer as our Father. Yes, he is the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but he is also our father. God hears and answers prayer. For example, when God heard and answered the prayer of Elijah, God sent fire down from heaven. When God heard and answered the prayer of Hezekiah, God added 15 additional years to his life. When God heard and answered the prayer of Daniel, God locked the jaws of the lions. When God heard and answered the prayer of Jonah, God commanded the fish to spew Jonah from its belly upon dry land. When God heard and answered the prayer of Paul and Silas, God rocked the jail through an earthquake and set them free. These are just a few among many examples of how God hears and answers prayer. Because God hears and answers prayer, this substantiates the fact that we can experience God by praying. I don't know about you, but I have experienced God many times by praying. I am a witness that God will show up and show out if we pray right. I am wondering if any of you listening know anything about God hearing and answering your prayers. Have you ever experienced God's presence while praying? If so, you know exactly what I am talking about. Thirdly, people can experience the unseen by wording up. I may be the author of this concept which I call wording up. Perhaps you have. But I have not heard anyone talk about wording up, whether I am the original or not. 
by wording up, I mean being filled with the Word of God. When I go to the gas station, I usually fill up my tank with gasoline. This is my common practice today, but I must admit that I have not always been able to do this. I remember many times as a teenager putting about $2 worth of gas in my car because I did not have enough money to fill it up even though gasoline was less expensive in those days. I remember when you could purchase gas for about 30 cents a gallon. Anyway, let me get back on point. <laughs> Just as I have to fill up my car with gasoline in order to drive a great distance, I have to word up my soul in order to survive in this world. Remember, to word up means filling up with God's Word. We word up in various ways. Reading God's Word is a way to word up. If physically, mentally, and visually able, every believer should read God's Word. We cannot afford to rely on what others tell us. We must study God's Word individually. Also, hearing God's Word is a way to word up. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Hearing God's word engenders faith. This is one of the reasons why you want to always be attentive when someone is rightly teaching or preaching God's word. In addition, meditating on God's word is a way to word up. We often fail by reading and hearing, but not meditating on what we read or heard. Great results occur when we meditate on the word that we read or heard. Moreover, obeying God's word is a way to word up. What good is reading, hearing, and meditating on God's word if we fail to obey God's word? James chapter 1 verse 22 says, but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Furthermore, sharing God's word is a way to word up. Reading, hearing, meditating, and obeying God's word are essential. Nonetheless, we need to also share God's word. In other words, we need to share the word that we read, hear, meditate, and obey. When we share God's word with others, they become blessed whether they recognize it or not, or whether they accept it or not. Most importantly, when we word up, we experience God personally. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. When we experience God by wording up, our experience is authentic. Many have an inauthentic experience with God because what they thought was God was not biblically based. Our experience with God must be biblically based. One of the ways God allows us to experience Him is through His Word. Fourthly, people can experience the unseen by worshiping. I heard a professor once say, worship is bowing all that we are before all that God is. 
We must surrender our all when we worship God. We cannot surrender part of our all before all that God is. Ninety-nine and a half won't even do. God wants our all. Jesus told the rich young ruler that God wants even that part that was lacking. Moreover, we must surrender our all before all that God is. We cannot surrender our all before part of who God is. Some people have only a partial perspective of God. God wants us to have a total perspective of Him. Worship requires believers to be spiritual and honest. Jesus said in John chapter 4 verse 24, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We cannot worship God in our flesh. We cannot worship God with pretense or hypocrisy. We must worship God in spirit and in truth. True worship enables believers to experience God. When we bow all that we are, before all that God is, we will then experience God personally. When we worship God in spirit and in truth, we will then experience God personally. Worship can be done privately and publicly. In regards to private worship, thank God that we don't have to be in a sanctuary or among others in order to worship God. In the last 14 months, many of us would have perished if we could only worship in a sanctuary or among others. Nevertheless, believers can worship God when alone or when in a private setting. In regards to public worship, thank God for the freedom to worship together. Even though we can worship privately, we still need to also worship publicly. We grow and benefit from corporate worship. Some people incorrectly believe that they do not need to go to church. They are comfortable with online worship. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 reads, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. In this scripture, we are warned against the neglect of corporate worship. In other words, this scripture teaches that believers should go to church, especially if they are physically able. In a nutshell, when we worship God privately and publicly, we experience God. Today's message is entitled, Experiencing the Unseen. This title is derived from John chapter 1 verse 18 which reads, No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. The key idea for today's message is people can experience the unseen. We explored four ways people can experience the unseen. One, people can experience the unseen by believing. Two, people can experience the unseen by praying. Three, people can experience the unseen by wording up. Four, 
people can experience the unseen by worshiping. God, who is the unseen to us, is the seen to Jesus. Again, Jesus said in John chapter 1, verse 18, No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. God is so real to Jesus that Jesus was willing to do something for us that he had never done before. When Jesus died on the cross for us, dying was something that he never did before. But Jesus trusted God to resurrect him three days later. Here is the gospel fact. Jesus died. Jesus was buried. Jesus resurrected. Jesus ascended. And Jesus is coming back again. Thank God for Jesus who made it possible for people to experience the unseen. In other words, Jesus made it possible for people to have a relationship with God. Like many of you, I am alive because I have experienced God through Jesus Christ. Simply put, I have experienced the unseen. I have never seen God but I have experienced God. Therefore, nobody can convince me that God does not exist. Nobody can convince me that God is dead. Last Tuesday, while overseeing our grocery giveaway, someone was playing gospel music. One of the songs that we heard was a song by the Mighty Clouds of Joy, which said, If God is dead, what makes the flowers bloom. If God is dead, what makes summer come in June? If God is dead, who is listening and answers prayers? If God is dead, who mends a broken heart? If God is dead, who keeps night and day apart? If God is dead, who can tell me where his body lies? I'm glad I know he lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. I can feel him moving through the trees, in the wind, and the breeze. I can see him shining through the night, in the stars that shines so bright. If God is dead, what makes my life worth living? I'm glad I know he lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. My beloved, I confess that I do not know everything. But one thing I know is he lives. I know that he lives because I have experienced him for myself. In other words, I know something about experiencing the unseen. Your life is worth living as long as you are experiencing the unseen. Remember, the unseen is God. This is Pastor Kevin B. Hall of the St. John Missionary Baptist Church in Richmond, California. If you are a member of St. John, please check your emails each Thursday for information from the pastor's desk. Also, please visit our website to hear messages like this, to learn about our online ministries, and to experience more about St. John at 
sjmbc.org. If you member or non-member have not done so, please join our mailing list which is under Contact Us. Whether you are a member or non-member of St. John, allow God to bless you by supporting St. John financially while we are deprived of assembling together. You can mail or hand deliver your tithes and offerings to our St. John South Campus, 662 South 52nd Street, Richmond, California, 94804. Or you can give online by going through our website, sjmbc.org. If you do not have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, but desire one, you can invite God into your life by repeating the words of this prayer. Father, I acknowledge my sinful condition and I stand on your word, which informs me that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that you have raised him from the dead, that I shall be saved. Save me in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. If you prayed that prayer sincerely, you are now saved when we shall soon worship together again. Please come to St. John and introduce yourself. Now to all believers, please join me in this short prayer. Father, we pray for the salvation and survival of all your people, and we thank you for the capability of experiencing the unseen. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. May God bless and sustain each of us, and please share with others this message entitled, Experiencing the Unseen.